Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam the SLB, and alongside me today is the man behind the Twitter, the other half of this operation, Vince McMahon's voice of reason, Scott. We're coming to you from above the ring ship at Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, covering all things from AEW WWE worldwide. Coming to you Monday morning, Turner time. Scott, how are we doing today? Oh, we are doing quite well. Thanks to some technical difficulties, we've been unable to do these big shows, but we have changed how we get this done. So we are here, and this episode will go live on Monday morning. It will. I just want to let you guys know that we did have a technical difficulty. We did record an episode last week and had it all set to go, but the fucking system did not save it. I was rip shit. We almost recorded it, and I was like, we're not doing that. Nope. So just in case we missed something, like, for example, I'm going to say you know, Jeff Hardy showing up in AEW and the Hardy Boys. It's not been ignored. We just, we've had technical difficulties, and we want to address now that it has been talked about and is lost to the interwebs forever yeah but guys just before we go uh kick it off don't forget to listen to raw review nxt narrative and smackdown say that drop on tuesdays wednesdays and saturdays respectively scott it's the beginning it's the beginning of a big week oh my god it, what is yeah. it? it it is wrestlemania week <laughs> it's going to be the WrestleMania busiest week guys busiest yeah. 12 days in wrestling and again as we know we've shit talked and everyone has shit talked and Look, it doesn't matter who's playing the Super Bowl. Millions of people are going to watch the Super Bowl. The same thing goes with WrestleMania. We're excited. We're going to be covering things throughout this week and next week. Scott has an IV full of, like, caffeine. I can't even say what I was going to say because that's not even – the. never mind. When I, even, I was going to make a joke about, oh, yeah, you know, coke involved. But that's not. We don't do drugs. We're clean people. That's true. But a lot, of, a lot of caffeine. A lot of caffeine. Yes. We're excited. We're covering this day – today please make sure you give scott a lot of love he's gonna put a lot of work in i'd appreciate it guys thank you he very much <laughs> appreciates it so we're gonna go through the uh calendar quickly again busy busy weekend and not just for wwe <sighs> so uh starting on friday the 31st we have excuse me mlw intimidation games WrestleCon's going on. We have a bunch of shows going on at WrestleCon. GCW's Bloodsport 8. On the first, we have The Return, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor 15, which I will be live tweeting. We will go through that card very shortly. Mm-hmm. New Japan Pro Wrestling's Lone Star Shootout, Impact Wrestling's Multiverse of Matches, MLW's Azteca Underground. On the second, Big Day, Day 1, NXT Stand Deliver, WrestleMania 38, Night 1. Followed by WrestleMania 38 Night 2 on the 3rd. April 9th, we have New Japan Pro Wrestling's Hyper Battle. Followed on the 10th, we have All Japan in New Japan's 20th anniversary show for Zero One. And on the 16th, we have All Japan and New Japan's Korokan Hall's 60th anniversary show. We do have for their house shows, WWE decided to bring back Saturday Night's main event. I hope they're at least Peacock specials because Scott and I talked about this, I think, off the air or was it on the episode? doesn't really matter. You guys in the years talk about this. Even as a younger kid, when they brought it back in like the early mid-2000s, Supercard of sorry, Saturday Night's main event was super exciting. It was a Saturday Night, re- Saturday Night Wrestling. Like, yeah. it wasn't a pay-per-view, but yeah. it wasn't SmackDown or Raw. It just, it had the hype and it was on NBC Right. Everyone could see it. Yeah. It was it was a big deal. It was a big, big deal. Um, we have Rebellion for Impact on the 23rd. And last but not least, Triple Mania 30 for Triple A in Monterey, Mexico. Wow. Wild, wild month coming up. That's not including the month that's about to happen in May. Right. We will get to that. We will get to that again, guys. We will be in Vegas for a certain you know, we're going to be putting our stakes in for, you know, double or nothing. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> but Supercard of Honor. It's the return of Ring of Honor from its short four-month hiatus. Now owned by Tony Khan. Very small card, too. So I'm really curious what's going to happen. I think Tony Khan, who said he's going to be doing most of the writing for Ring of Honor, is going to come back with a weekly show, whether it be streaming or whether it be on a tv deal tv deal would be cool for ring of honor i Thank think you. that'd be some weird way i feel like ring of honor might be more accessible than dynamite 
for some reason, like Ring of Honor for me was just always fun. Like those were my favorite shows to go to. And Ring of Honor has, it, it still has, you know, equity to its name. So it's been around it for a while. And, you know, why not? It has <laughs> Honor? <clears throat> Who's name? <laughs> uh, we are pontastic today, aren't we? <laughs> oh, we are. <laughs> But yeah, um, having ROH back on television, I think would be a really, really good idea. Uh, where they would put it, I don't, I don't have a clue. But having more eyes on the product is always a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm looking forward to this. We want to talk about this card really quickly. It's only five matches. I was expecting a little more, but I think Tony Khan has a lot of things up his sleeve. We're going to see a lot of people show up. We're going to see a lot of talent. Debut, return in Ring of Honor, champ. You know, what was I going to say? Return in Ring of Honor, um, talent. The Hall of Fame ceremony. We might see people from the Hall of Fame show up. Imagine seeing Punk being at a Ring of Honor show. Brian Danielson. Mm. What fucking year is that, man? Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go through this quickly. Josh Woods taking on Wheeler Yuta for the Pure Championship. Jay Lethal taking on Lee Moriarty in a singles match. Swerve Strickland versus Alex Zane in a singles match. The Briscoes taking on F. FTR finally for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. Imagine if FTR walk away with those titles. It's, the only, it's the only ones they the only major tag team titles that they have not held. Except uh, New Japan, but you know, well, we, we, we don't talk about New Japan when it comes to them. <laughs> and then last but not least, we have Jonathan Grisham and Bandito. Winner takes all match to determine the undisputed Ring of Honor World mm. Champion. This is going to be, I hope it kind of stays short because we have a lot going on. We have to watch Rampage. Uh, you'll be watching SmackDown. We have a lot to talk about. Yep. A lot of excitement. I have a good feeling about this show. I'm really feeling it. Also, keep in mind, we have this whole faction in Impact right now. That is very true. Of Ring of Honor talent. So the wrestling world is growing, but also closing in. It really feels like, in some ways, the NWA has like reformed. True. True. Maybe not territories, but by promotions. Right. Yeah. So as of right now, we got what? If you well, if you want to include MLW, we got what five major companies now. Let's think about this. MLW. Which ones are you counting? Well, I'm counting WWE, AW, Ring of Honor, um, NWA, MLW. There are others, Impact? but hmm. What about Impact? So six then. Sorry. I, impact was in my brain. I don't know why I completely just did math, whatever. Yeah, six. <laughs> but even when we take out the majors, let's put together the companies that are working together. We yeah. have AEW. We have Ring of Honor now. We have Impact. We have NWA. We have GCW, MLW. We have New Japan. I'm waiting for All Japan to get involved. If New Japan and All Japan are working together, at some point or another, we're going to see some All Japan talent come over. Yep. There's so much... Um, I think stardom stardom has kind of been working its way into the woman's scene a little mm. bit over here. So much. Oh, so exciting. So excited. Oh, let's talk about quickly. I want to look at a jump because you and I could talk about just everything going on in the world of professional wrestling. This gets me excited, especially going into mania week. Mania week really makes you feel. And again, Scott and I have gone to a mania and it's one thing to watch it on TV but to go and do the whole experience from Access, the Hall of Fame, NXT, Mania, Raw, the Mania, SmackDown after Mania, there's just, it's a celebration of the sport. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, it, it honestly is the, the mecca for a, for a sports fan. Like, if, if you have the ability to go to any of those events around that weekend, do yourself a favor and do it. It, it is, it is well worth it. And it's, it's, I've been to one mania, but I've been to two mania weeks. Um, Sam and I could talk about that on on, <laughs> on a whole other episode on its own right. And um, it was, it's just, it's intoxicating. Being able to go to access and seeing people up close and personal and, you know, going to the shows itself, watching, you know, NXT for hours on end. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's well, well worth it. Mm-hmm. it's worth the experience just like double or nothing i think double or nothing is going to be a lot of fun i'm looking forward to that when we go but we're not double or nothing we get we got wrestlemania weekend yeah. uh, a couple of tournaments wrapped up in the past week new japan cup 2022 ended winner zach saber jr 
Nice. Defeating Tetsuda Naito at Osaka Joe Hall. If I'm not mistaken, the winner gets a chance. Yep, at the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Ooh, all right. So we will see when he takes that one, or if it's going to be at Dominion in June or what. They just don't stop. Tournaments. Tournaments. You know how much I love my tournaments, Sam. (laughs) You tell me, if you had New Japan World, I don't think you'd stop. I would have no life. None at all. I barely have one as it is. (laughs) I mean, they got tournaments and they got factions. They have factions all over the place. They have some factions of their factions, Scott. (laughs) That's true. They've spread to other companies as well. Mm -hmm. So following that, we had the NWA had the Crock Cup. They crowned their, I guess, new champions. Let's see. Did this? Is this the card? I don't know if this is the card. Um, NWA champion was crowned. At Crop, uh, Jack Stane defeated Anthony Mayweather for the national championship. Um, Matt Cardona retained against Nick Aldis. I did see that the Briscoes won the tag tournament. Mm-hmm. That's Looking a big for- deal, too. Let me pull up the – I grabbed the wrong uh, link for the Crockett Cup. Let's take a look here. Crockett Cup 2022. I think that was the Cro- – uh, yeah, the Briscoes. The Briscoes yep. won the Crockett Cup. Yep. Yep. Oh, wait, they had two tournaments. Okay, so they had the Crockett Cup, which was the tag one. And then we had the NWA World Junior Heavyweight Championship Tournament. That's right. They did They did debut a new title. That's right. And Homicide won that. All right, all right. It's it's funny. We talk about titles, and we talk about how WWE has too many of them. Then we talk about AEW, and some people think they have too few. For some reason, anytime the NWA deb- debuts a new title, I'm never bothered by it. And I think it has to do with because those champions, yes, they wrestle for the NWA, but like the old NWA, they bring the title with them from promotion to promotion. Right. They are the national champion. Right. So I think it's uh it's exciting. Can we gonna hop? We got a couple trains. We keep missing them. NWA Impact. Oh, man. I just Not enough time too. of the day, Sam. Not enough yeah. time of the day. I just picked up Kirby, so I'm just like, oh, I haven't had time to play. You know, playing video games. It's a res- It's it's a wild, wild time. So talking about video games, I didn't even mean to segue into that. It sounds like AEW may have trademarked the name for the title of the game. Everyone's getting upset. It's taken forever, blah, 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 blah. You know, I'd rather wait for a game to take forever than just um, hack something out, put right. it out. So the trademark that they had was AEW Fight Forever. Some people are like, why don't you call it Double or Nothing or All Out or Ramp? Nope, I think this is a good good starter game. I like it. I, I do I do like it. Um, yeah, naming it one of your pay-per-views, that's whatever um you could do that for sequels you could do that for you know the next iterations of games you know you don't have to but yeah fight forever i like it it it, it fits and the crowd it's definitely one of the better crowd chants that they get so i think it's cool and i think that's it sounds like a celebration of you know like exactly the genre of wrestling video games you know yeah i agree Something, it's been around for almost as long as like the hogan era as long as mania True. Wrestling yep. video games. Yep. And people need to understand that, yeah, you, you want this game out as fast as possible, but you have to realize that if they rush it, you know, we could we could run into a WWE 2K20 situation <laughs> where it was just a giant pile of our garbage and they end up having to skip a year. Because now when you play 2K22, this game, while it does obviously have has its flaws, is such a great rebound for 2k and i look forward to diving into that game even more it yeah having a blast with it so far yeah uh you've been sharing me some of the matchups from the characters you've created uh <laughs> it looks like a blast i know the day i get another wrestling game that's you know it's over yep. that's it. my life is done yeah yeah i mean honestly <sighs> I'd recommend this one. I know you have a thousand game systems, but this is a nice bounce back. It's got a lot of characters that aren't 
even in WWE anymore, which they talk about it hitting different. This def- certainly does. Um, it's it's yeah, they've done a really good job, and obviously the creative suite people out there are just they're amazing, and the fact that it's all cross platform so people on xbox downloading ps5 stuff back and forth it's yeah they've done a great job with this game and they continue to patch it you know constantly um and there's i think five dlc packs coming out with another 28 wrestlers so we're gonna end up with about a hundred and 190 almost 200 and and not a lot of duplicates. There are some, obviously. This year's um, main star is Rey Mysterio, and I think you get like eleven by the time you're done. So it's it's Rey Mysterio's forever. But other than that, not really a lot of dupes. So it's it's good. I guess I'll have to add it to my list. And to clarify, because Jericho would come back and try to outdo me, I have a thousand and one consoles. <laughs> Eat that a bit, Jerk. We don't have a thousand and two. But seriously, um, I'm still looking forward to this. I don't care how long it takes. Like you said, um, Cyberpunk is a good example. You know, 10 mm. years in the making, the game came out like garbage. People were upset when they kept pushing it back. Yep. Now I'm hearing that the game is better off. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I, I've had no time to dive back into it because I do own it. But I'm sure once I, <laughs> whenever some free time shows up, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I don't know when that's going to happen. But. <laughs> Free time, <laughs> free <Yeah>. time. <laughs> but you know, I think we wait, hold our breath. You know, there's a million other things in the world to do. It'll be fun when it comes out. It'll be fun. So, I want to bring up. Uh, it was announced this week that the Warrior Award for 2022 at the Hall of Fame ceremony is going to go to Shad Gaspard, uh, beloved wrestler who had passed away trying to save his son. Mm-hmm. A few years back, at 39 years old. And from my understanding, this isn't the first time he's done so when I've been doing some reading up on it. Yeah, I, I've always I've always loved Crime Time. Uh, I thought the tag team was just was super entertaining. And uh, Shad was always. He was more of the quiet one, obviously, because, you know, JTG, the man couldn't shut up on the mic, which was fine. But just realizing how much of, like, a good man he was behind the scenes. And when this story came out in 2020 that he he instructed the life, uh, lifeguards to save his son before him and then him, un- unfortunately, getting taken under. Uh, God, it was, it was devastating. And the fact that he's getting this award, people are trying to trying to say that they want this award changed to the Shad Gaspard Award instead of the Warrior Award. And I mean, if you want to go back and look at people's pasts, uh, all right, I can understand why people would want this name to be changed. But I mean, the fact that he's getting honored by WWE for it, I think is is, is a great thing. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's good. It's great. Um, not much to say. Like, man deserves it and was an honorable man mm-hmm. you know but that'll be that that'll add some uh more you know tear jerkers during the hall of fame ceremony oh yeah this year speaking of tear jerkers um huge announcement very sudden announcement this week the man the myth the legend probably the guy who in the long run, the guy who was punished for the curtain call turning out to be one of the most successful, if not the most successful out of the group, then the most powerful in the, in the, in the industry. Paul Levesque, Triple H, announced his retirement this week. This was, this was uh, devastating, but not shocking, seeing as he suffered heart failure recently and it was very sudden um i wouldn't be surprised if that was one of the reasons why he stopped like fronting nxt and whatnot aside from the fact that vince was probably pissy that it was losing to AEW in the ratings but i wouldn't be surprised if this was a a factor uh what's really what's to say like 
he's probably he's he's been wrestling probably longer than I've been alive. We'll start with that. <laughs> uh, but, I, I believe you're I believe you are correct. <laughs> but for some there are very few people like Dustin Rhodes, like Sting, who can go and look great this long. Right. And he still looked pretty good in the ring in his last few bouts. Yes, we can talk about the one over in Saudi Arabia. Yeah, we get that. That was – I wouldn't even – I don't even know if I'd put that more towards him. He might have been the – Well, I mean, he tore his peck like five minutes into the match. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're talking about him and Shawn Michaels versus the Brothers of Destruction. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the man tore his peck and then still wrestled another, what, 10, 15 minutes? Or at least mm-hmm. tried to with, with, with Shawn Michaels? So I mean, God bless him for 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 doing that. But his last match, if I remember correctly, was against Randy Orton in Saudi Arabia, um, and that ended up being a great match. So I mean, he went out on top. So I think it's time for him to. He needs to take a full authority role on TV, like he needs to finally step back. Yeah, he can't rest. He's he's announced his retirement. Great. But give him the regal treatment now. Right. Well, (laughs) maybe not the full regal treatment because then he ends up on the other show. No. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, but like, I know what you mean, though. I know, I know. (laughs) But no, you're right. Um, The the one thing that I'm going to I'm going to miss, though, is watching Triple H take bumps. It's probably one of my favorite people watching him take a hit from somebody and selling it to the moon. It's just. And it also makes you wonder because when Triple H gets into these these moments when he's a 30 figure on television, you can watch him like hype himself up and like his veins start popping out of his head. And it's like, I don't know if his heart can do that now. <laughs> so his, it's like, ah, what do you do? <laughs> his theme song, I will even, I mean, we talk about Motorhead's the game theme song. Even when I was younger, that was like, The Undertaker had the ear. You did feel the presence with The Undertaker. Yeah. And Triple H might have the only other theme that I can think of from me growing up where it was like when you heard that first chord. Yeah. Chills. <laughs> fucking chills down your spot. I remember him coming out at Mania 33 and he was on the motorcycle with Stephanie. Yeah. And it just, you felt like if you want to talk about a David and Goliath moment, the fact mm. that Seth Rollins was gonna, going up against, you know, his four former boss, you know, story, you know, kayfabe related. Like the guy had authority, even when he would come, I think it was when he came out on Involve and offered Shotzi a, a, a contract. Yep. You know, stuff like that. You just feel, you know, same thing with William Regal. These people have this authoritative, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah not many people have that. We wish him the best. Mm-hmm. I know it's probably killing him. Let's hope he doesn't do a Brady. Oh God, no! <laughs> well, no, I think he has he has something in his chest now. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I think it's literally impossible for him to wrestle again w- without possibly causing like a death. <laughs> so, damage, yeah, yeah. So no, um, uh, yeah. As much as I'll I'll miss seeing him on television every week. You know, Adam Pierce and Sonny Deville are doing a fine job in their authoritative role, but yeah, it's it's going to be tough to to top what the authority did years ago. And it's funny that you brought up um, Mania 33 with Rollins. I actually just watched um, a little tidbit of when he came out versus, or uh, he came out during TakeOver San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Um during right leading up to his uh, the WrestleMania um the moment and it just the way Seth was just so overly excited like I'm watching this thing and his hands are shaking while he's trying to deliver this promo and then you just see Triple H come out towards the very end and he's just standing there at the at the top of the ramp and, and oh my god like you could just that was peak peak Seth and Pete, well, I shouldn't say see. I don't know. Seth's doing some pretty um, ridiculous stuff now too, but just not saying a word to one another and just staring at each other from the ring and from the apron and just and, uh, and from the top of the stage. Just God, it was just so good, palpable, and I'm gonna miss stuff like that with Triple H. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're hoping for the best. Um, a lot of good memories. I'm waiting. Uh, this, this, oh, I would, I would argue if this is his official retirement and no, we've talked about the hall of fame and I think there should be better criteria. Right. But will not be surprised if this leads to his hall of fame induction next year. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me uh, in Hollywood too. Well, that'd be interesting. 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 It's mm. a good, good take. So quickly want to go into uh, our weekly, uh, weekly shit, but GCW had one night only. I want to go through this card really quickly. Um, a lot going on. And again, this is another brand. I think uh, Steven always hits us up about that. We need to watch. Very true. Very true. Um, Kevin Blackwood took on Mike Bailey with Mike Bailey getting the win. Nick Wayne got the victory over Jack Cartwheel. Jimmy Lloyd got the win over Sandra Moon. I think this was a uh, intergender match, it sounds like. Okay. Um, Matthew Justice gets the pinfall over Dark Sheik. Bussy. I, did I read that? Yes. You did. You did. Ali Catch and Effie got the win via submission over Gangsta Party of Lulu Cholo and B-Boy. And then I think this was the main, nope, not the main event, but Blake Christian got the win over Jay Vital. Juicy Finau got the win over Eli Everfly. And finally, but not least, our boy Ninja, you know, well, not our boy, but Ninja Mac got the win via submission over Joey Janela. Just more wrestling news for you guys to consume and go, what else do you guys do with your lives? <laughs> Plenty. Plenty. But 99% of it's wrestling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it is. But let's go hop right into Dynamite. It's a good show. A lot going on here. A lot of foreshadowing. Mm. Um, opened up with, again, an incredible... You look at this on card, you're like, this will be good. Like, it sounded good. But, like, you're like, but Dax Harwood is a tag team wrestler. How is he going to go single? It was great. Yep. yep. I'm loving between Punk and Danielson and FTR. We get a lot more Matt wrestling. Yes. Yes. Dax Harwood and CM Punk took on each other with, I believe, CM Punk getting the victory there. So this many near the, falls. Yeah. This was the who loves Bret Hart more match. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think this was leading to hints that people like, oh, they're going to sign Bret Hart. Show yeah, because idea. because last week and we talked about this on, on the, 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 the missing show <laughs> um, FTR firing Tully Blanchard as their manager and dropping lots of hints about Bret Hart. So if they were able to sign Bret to be their manager. That would be that'd be big. That'd be big, huge. I, uh, I mean, granted, he was at the first. He was at double or nothing. True. The title. That is very true. Uh, following that, we have the eight man ta- tornado tag match. Sting, Darby Allen, and the Hardys taking on Private Party, Butcher, and the Blade. Who thought in 2022 we would be seeing Private Party as the heels and Matt and Jeff as the faces? Well, right? at least Matt. Yeah. This really was one of those. It still blows my mind that they have their old theme. I, mean, I know it was stock, you know, music, and Tony was able to to snatch that up. Uh, also, I, I love this. And I'm pretty sure this will never happen, but he also got, I guess, in that library was the uh, uh, Hardcore Holly and Crash Holly's theme as well. So I'm just like, well, uh, Hardcore Holly confirmed for AW. <laughs> oh, man, imagine that. Right? God. <laughs> Following that, we had John Moxley and Brian Danielson take on the Varsity Blondes. Again, another tag team we don't see enough of. And I think this is where they're starting to pick and choose. I almost feel like this is them getting ready to create their own faction. If not, we're going to go start our own thing with Ring of Honor and really work with this talent. Like, there's a lot. Something tell... I have nothing but good things about what's about to happen here. Mm, yes. And and anytime real William Regal gets a moment to speak on the mic, I don't care what I'm doing. I'm stopping and listening to this man talk. You know, um, yeah, no, anytime, anytime he's on a microphone. Um, I think they announced, they technically announced what they call it, the Blackpool. Blackpool Fight Club. 
There's already they already have a shirt out too. It was like, all right. I uh, <laughs> low key, I was like, yo, what if they call themselves Team Next? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> there's already another group that might be doing something similar, but you know, we we won't really talk about that just yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll discuss it shortly. Uh, again, Moxie and Danison got the win here, and they need to take one of them under the wing. So this is the th- I love the varsity blondes, but there's definitely a like there's a limit on how long a babyface team like this can go. Right. Jurassic Express works in the long run. For some reason, I don't know what the difference is with them. Maybe because they're just over. Yeah, like they can. It's kind of like you know Hogan back in the day. He didn't have to do anything. You know, just Hogan walked out and blew up. Didn't need to do any. Yep. I feel like the Varsity Blondes could lose steam, staying face. But I'm hoping that one of them turns. There is an interesting dynamic as well with that team because Julia Hart, ever since she got misted by um, Malachi Black, she's been getting slowly turning more and more heel ish, uh, like not being non responded to the match, not paying attention, and kind of like she doesn't want to be there. There's more, there's been more character development on on Dark and, and, and Elevation. Um, which I know that neither one of us have had time to watch, but I can definitely see uh, the Blackpool Fight Club taking Pillman Jr. under their wing. And I, of course, then Julia Hart will go on her side, which I still think she should be in the House of Black. Um, and then, of course, that just leaves Griff Garrison, poor Griff Garrison, or as the late great John Huber would say, who the fuck? His Griff cares. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot of potential for them still. I think there's still again, I never I, I, I get excited when they come out. I love watching Brian Pillman Jr. I love watching Griff Garrison come out. But I think it's almost time to start tweaking and right. Can can you imagine Pillman Jr. being like his father? How insane Brian Pillman was back in the day. The... I, I don't know if I that was he, a little too early for you, but I remember watching it. And I'm just like, this man's insane. Yeah, I don't remember. I only remember hearing because, again, when I was younger, when I started getting into wrestling, I read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. And what seemed like eons, like I first book I read, I think, was The Stone Cold Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, him and Foley and all of them in all their books talked about Brian Pillman. Yep. Never, never knew much about him until. Lot later, but I think the thing with Pillman Junior could I think do it because he's his father's son, but also there was a lot of demons that Pillman had, yeah, which I think fed into it, which was just natural. Yeah, that's the problem with wrestlers like that. Even though they're so good, it's like they that sometimes it's just like they have so many fucking demons. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I. He's only begun his career. Right. He's only started. I, yeah. I I feel it. This is my buddy Joey said, I feel it in my bones. <laughs> now, probably what could be the best storyline of 2022 so far. Arguably. We got to hear MJF come out. Oh, boy. What a promo. Again, I'm not even going to explain. Like, I don't even have to tell you how great this was. Like, cuts fucking spits fire. Yeah. You know, he sat there and called Wardlow a pig. Kept calling him a pig. I own you. He just spit venom at Wardlow. Yeah. Like, no tomorrow. And then Wardlow came out, and I believe... The giant line of security stopping him. And yeah, it's just uh this it's coming to double or nothing, Sam. We're gonna be able to watch this live. I don't think this I, something tells me this is too big to be a, a singles one-on-one. There's gotta be some stipulation. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm he's probably gonna fight for his freedom or some something. 
uh, because he's MJF's like, oh, you're still under contract. Like you said, I own you. It's just like mm, he's going to do something. Which they they played into that because he's been re- Wardlow's been removed from the roster on AEW's website. I did not see that. All he, right, yeah, all right. because everyone's like he's been like I saw an article like you know clickbait AEW wrestler removed from roster, and I again. I don't like to read clickbait. So I went to the comments because, you know, there are some heroes out there. They read through the comments. The first thing I saw, yeah, it's a storyline. It makes sense that Wardlow got pulled. And I'm like, okay, I don't need to read anymore. Yep. It makes sense because he, yeah, the plan into the idea. He's technically not an AEW wrestler. True. He works for MJF. Right. He's contracted with MJF. Yeah. So this is, I'm getting some real, uh, again, this is bringing me back to when I was younger and the ruthless aggression was going on where like Batista and Randy Orton were splitting from like evolution. Yep. You know, this was really feeling like a real power struggle. You know, I, j- Oh, I cannot wait. Like this is. It makes me wonder if he's going to win the belt. At some point, I definitely can see him winning the bell i i see him going over mjf if they do it a double or nothing that'd be great um but at that point hangman then has to drop the belt because i don't think having wardlow go against hangman would i mean two baby faces is fine but aw has done a good job with putting a, a heel versus a baby face so it makes you wonder who's gonna take the title from hangman and then wardlow comes in and saves the day Speculation, speculation. Mm. Speaking about speculation and some interesting, an interesting. Well, let me let me start off by saying we got Jay Lethal and Adam Cole on this card. Oh my God! Yes. What is this ring? This Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Yeah. This was. I I think this was because I'll I'll scroll through my phone, like everyone does. This is the match I think I put my phone down. I was like, I got to watch this. Yeah, it was outstanding. It brought me back. I was just like, oh, this is this is how it should be. And of course, the ending was exactly what I expected it to be. Of course. Mm-hmm. With Adam Cole getting the win. Yeah, with Red Dragon with getting involved. Yeah. What? Because I'm like, oh, I guess Jay Lethal loses again. I was a little frustrated. Because he, I mean, again, he was ring of he's ring of honor. Right. That's the face of Ring of Honor for me. Yeah. And they do a promo and he goes, you know, I've won every fucking, uh, like I'm winning like crazy and dark and elevation. And the two matches I have on dynamite, I lose. And I go, and he's like, you know, I have, you know, I have no problems losing, but the fact that you needed help. In both of them. In both of them. In both of them makes me feel better about myself. So we got this promo where um, uh, we might, we might be getting some good Jay lethal. I hope real so. Soon. I hope so. Yeah, because, you know, he talks about how he should feel better about himself, that you needed help to to beat him, but he doesn't. He's just like, something needs to change. And I'm just like, all right, well, give me some good stuff. I can't wait. Oh, my God. Yeah, when when Jay Lethal is allowed to be himself, watch out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So much, so much good shit. We also had following that we have, I believe, did it come first? Yeah, so we had the the Sammy Guevara, Ty Conti promo against Dan Lambert, which was so so good. Again, like I know a lot of people don't like Dan Lambert, but like again, People got to remember that's his the, the way he talks is how he's gonna piss you off, and that's his job. He's done his job. He's gonna yep. frustrate you. Yep. And this was great, you know. Paige Van Zandt coming out, and them all, you know, spitting shit at Ty, and it just again, best part of the promo was at the end where they're like, what "Was it Lambert put the belt in his mouth?" And they're like, "Yeah, you know, with what Ty and I did with that belt on, you got a little bus, a little bit of both of us into your mouth now." And then they post a photo of themselves on Instagram, on Twitter, where they're both naked with the belt in bed. It was perfection. 
I cannot tell you how much the internet hates those two so much. And it's so comical to have them just fire back with these ridiculous tweets and they just don't give a fuck. And it makes me, it makes me laugh so hard to see it. And I respect them even more for being like, you know what? You don't like us. Okay. Here's more. (laughs) I think. And again, they're great as faces, but now imagine them doing this as heels. Oh my God. I mean, Sammy's already been a heel and he's great heel. It's true. Imagine Ty and him doing this as heels. Yeah, just just being just being horny on main for spite. <laughs> it's pretty much how it is. Uh, so, and following that, we had another you know Red Velvet taking on Layla Hirsch, with Hirsch getting the win over Velvet. If I'm not mistaken, that put does that put Layla at the top of the um. Layla's up near the top of the rankings anyways, but I think this just furthers along the feud that she's going to have with Chris Statlander. Now that Statlander's made a slight tweak of her own character, going more towards the dark side of things. Um, Something, for some reason, I I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like at the end of this whole thing that I think Red Velvet's going to get destroyed by both of them. Like, I don't know if it's going to be, like, her and... I don't know if it's going to be Chris and, and Layla being coming a tag team because, I, I don't know. I have I have many thoughts about this about this whole thing, but I don't know. I feel like Red Velvet's going to be at the bottom of all this before it's all said and done. Yeah, no, I can, I can see that. And who knows, that'll lead to maybe her rise and maybe she'll be the one to finally defeat Jake Cargill for the title. I mean, title. I mean her and Jade certainly have their own history, so... That wouldn't surprise um, me. Oh, this is the thing. So that win, so Layla Hirsch's win knocked Red Velvet was number one and knocked her down to spot number three okay. in the women's rankings. Okay. So, yeah. Fascinating. Fascinating. But regardless, last but not least, we got some JAS action to close out the night. <laughs> Chris Jericho, Daniel Garcia taking on John Silver and Alex Reynolds of the Dark Order. Daniel Garcia, man, he, he got. I watched a video today. I forgot who it was by, and they were talking about people who came out of nowhere and just mm. on AEW TV and just made a name for themselves. Really, Daniel Garcia was one of the names, like top yep. five. Yep. Like, dude, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> he can perform. Him and Jericho. Him and Jericho have good chemistry. This is what, again, Jericho is the king of invent reinvented himself. Yep. And he is, oh, oh my God. Oh. Sports entertainers in AEW. Yep. God, I've whatever. hated that term. I love it so much. Just the, oh my God, the amount of hatred and the booing when they first, well, when Jericho first said that they were not professional wrestlers, but they were sports entertainers. I was just like, bottle this up and feed it to me. I love this. It's such great heat. Uh, and then I, I, again, another thing I mentioned on our <laughs> long lost episode that WWE has started to mention professional wrestling or professional wrestlers on, on their programming too. So it's like, all right, are we kind of like, all right, I see you from the other side of the thing here. All right, all right let's, let's have a little fun working together here. But yeah. Jericho again reinventing himself and just I I like I like the Jericho Appreciation Society. I I expect it to grow at some point, find more sports entertainers and bring them in. It's just, yeah. It's just it's good stuff. And Jericho's a better heel, anyways. I, I love him as a face, but as a heel, he's he's so easy to hate. He goes, he, it's kind of like Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is a good face too, but you yeah. can only go for so long without you going, okay, he needs to be an asshole again. Correct. Correct. You know, here, obviously we got, um, they got the win as they should. Yep. And this, uh, just, <sighs> again, actually now I'm reading this, I'm reading the Bleacher Report article we're going through. The last tidbit on this, Garcia used the sharpshooter 25 years to the day that Bret Hart used it to defeat Steve Austin by KO at 
WrestleMania 13 was great, intentional or not. Yep. Yep. So this is literally them getting ready to be like, yo, the best there is, the best there was, the best that ever will be is going to be showing up in AEW TV as a manager. Yep. Yep. Man, wild. So stuff. we're going to hop over. I'm going to talk about Impact quickly before we go right into Rampage. Um, some, again, we need to get ourselves back on this train. I know. Thing. We need to make sure that says ride the Impact train because, you know, we're not riding it or something yeah. like that. <laughs> Somebody ride it for us. So open a match. Laredo Kid, Willie Mack, and Speedball Mike Bailey went on a three-way. And wow, these, 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 the articles we're used to going through always gives me, I don't know what it is. They don't give me any answers anymore. That's not bueno. Well, it looks like it was a rebellion X division title match qualifier and Willie Mack getting the win here. As he should. Guys a beast. I agree. hundred percent. Um, Following that was Heath versus Steve Macklin with, I believe, Macklin got the win. Mm-hmm. A lumberjack match. Eric Young, Joe Doran taking on the Good Brothers. Ooh, for the Impact World Tag Team Champions. For the tag titles. Um. Does it tell me? I'm going to assume Violent by Design retained. <laughs> they did. They absolutely. Um, Rocky Romero. Wow. I feel like we just watched him on AEW like a few months ago. Right. Rocky Romero taking on Eddie Edwards. With Eddie getting the win. And finally for the Knockouts Championship, Mickey James taking on Tasha Steele in a street fight. And it looks like, wow, this is like some of the worst. I usually have this all up. We can just scroll through it. <laughs> Tasha actually ended up uh, retaining the title uh, with a little bit of title? with a little bit of uh, some help from uh, Chelsea Green because apparently, apparently Chelsea and and Mickey are at odds now. And um, yeah. I guess if I remember seeing something correctly, there's going to be a tag team match as um, Matt Cardona and Chelsea Green take on uh, Nick Aldis and Mickey James. I'm excited. Oh, man. That'll be good. That'll be good. So let's impact going right into their, uh, their stuff for WrestleMania weekend. Last but not least, AEW Rampage. I can't believe they fit four matches. Every week. And, and it doesn't feel like they're garbage matches either. It, it's just they're, they're good matches. It's crazy. And they're able to fit four in an hour. So God bless them. Let's talk about this opener. Lance Archer taking on Dustin Rhodes. Mm. With, I believe, Rhodes getting the pin here. I was surprised. Not going to lie. I, 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 was, I was surprised that that happened. I hope we get another match between like these guys deserve a pay-per-view belt. Yeah. There there are definitely some hosses just just going at it in this in this ridiculous match. Of course, Dustin bleeding everywhere. But I feel I feel like his his skin is like paper thin now at this point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Turning almost yeah, into that, Ric Flair. <laughs> it's that Rhodes blood. Yeah. Yeah, it's everywhere. Uh, following that, we had Dark Order taking on Red Dragon again with Red Dragon getting the win here. Well, it's can we say about that? You know, Red Dragon looks great. I, I I will say I believe it was during this match or after this match that we had the stare down. Oh no, no wait, that yeah, uh, I might have been actually that was before this match, the stare down between the House of Black and the Dark Order, and I'm just like, oh. In another universe, this might have been a mega faction. Well, let me do some fantasy booking for you, Scott. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking about this. 
Because remember who the Dark Order were. It's true. Think about the House of Black, who the House of Black are. Yeah. In reality, they're almost not too different from each other. True. You would need somebody to unite them. Somebody who's dark and mysterious and evil, like the House of Black. And somebody who, in a sense, was family to Brody Lee. I see where you're going with this, Sam. I like this idea. I like this a lot. You know, maybe oh, God. some winds <laughs> of change. You feeling me? Oh, my God. It's like you have the whole world in your hand. <laughs> Wyndham Rotunda to join these two fat. Oh, granted, then it could blow up into an all-out war afterwards if things oh when things don't work out. But imagine. Imagine. <sighs> Dirty. Be fucking dirty. Oh, that is exactly what I needed to, to hear this morning, Sam. Dirty. <laughs> uh, following that, we had Nyla Rose in action, which I think it was pretty much a squash. She yes. she said, you know what? She's had a really consistent pace. Not like she's not on TV all the time, but now when she comes out, she still feels like she's a monster. She does what she needs to do and she leaves. It's not like before where it was like, oh, she's squashing every week title shot loses the title shot right and we go back to senior squat like this is like consistent it's like nyla's here just so you remember yep and then she goes away yep and of course the little controversy that happened the dynamite didn't exactly you know hurt the cause because you know all pr is good pr i guess and i don't know but yeah <laughs> We'll, we'll see how this goes. She's clearly the next challenger for Thunder Rosa or the first challenger for Thunder Rosa. So that should be interesting. That'll be fun. Uh, following that, we finally had QT Marshall giving out his uh, QT Marshall certificate of appreciation. Or is it accomplishment? It doesn't really matter because <laughs> Hook actually came out. You know, cue the Sopranos theme. Yeah. Comes out. Again, doesn't say anything. Puts Aaron Solo through the fucking thing and walks out. Amazing. That's all we need. Yep. It's so good. And how do we know how good Hook is and how much power he has? Dan Housen tried to curse him, and he walked away unharmed. <laughs> I know. Dan Housen's like, what happened? What happened? It's always <laughs> like, <laughs> I cursed him, but it didn't do anything. Okay. Oh man, poor Danhausen. Poor Danhausen. Yeah. Honestly, though, if that's going to be Danhausen's first actual match, then God bless him because yeah, this, mm. we need to see him in the ring. I know. I think people need to realize because I will. I don't know if it had the same effect, but I, I've seen him wrestling. He's a good wrestler, mm. and I think people need to see him in the ring, not like Orange Cassidy, where everyone was like. Oh, he's a joke wrestler. You know, he was at the what? The double or nothing uh, casino battle royale. And he yep. did the kicks and he got thrown out. And was yep. like, ah, that's great. And then you wrestled Pac. And everyone's like, what the Whoa. fuck? This man can go. And, we're all and then he wrestled Jericho. Yep. It's like, oh, he doesn't just joke wrestle now. No. Like, I think we need to see that. I think we need Dan Housen in the ring. It'd be very talented and very evil. <laughs> Very nice to watch, though. Very nice. Very evil to watch. <laughs> now, this may have been my favorite match of the night. If not of the week. Swerve Strickland, Ricky Starks for the FTW title. Mm. So happy that Swerve is here. I, He's such a talented wrestler. It is Swerve's house now, boys and girls. It is now Swerve's house. He... She, if you didn't follow him as Isaiah Swerve Scott on NXT, buckle up. You're in for a ride now. Yep. Does it suck he didn't win? It would have been a fucking incredible W for him to just get the FTW title and walk out. Yep. No problem. But we haven't seen the end of him. You know, Swerve, he's a main eventer. He's a main eventer. He's been a main eventer since he was in NXT. Yep. He's going to main event someday. He's so good. Watch this match. These two, and again, Starks is amazing as well. Even with the assist from Powerhouse Hobbs, it didn't feel like, oh, this got cheated. It was just like, 
We get champion doing whatever he's going to do to hold on to his title. Yes. Yeah, just so good. Great week of wrestling. Great week coming up, guys. It's WrestleMania week. We're covering everything. One thing I want to note that I just looked at my phone and I want to I want to bring up. I think it's might be one of the most, especially with this show. We cover AEW and New Japan and Ring of Honor. A catalyst per se for the 21st century of wrestling. So this past weekend on Saturday, the 26th, 21 years ago. It's the day that WCW aired the last Monday Nitro. 21 years ago. You know, that was legendary. Again, I started watching wrestling a couple years after. So by that point, it already felt like forever. I I remember that night. Um, I'm getting chills now, actually, just thinking about it. At that point, I had become a, a WWE fan. Um, more than WCW, but I would go back and forth. And uh, I remember being on the websites back in the day. Yes, we did have the internet back then. <laughs> on the interwebs. <laughs> and uh, being on WWE's website and WCW's website and, and just watching this happen and flipping between both channels and the interview with Shane, well, or not the interview, but when he came out, I remember flipping it over to TNT to watch the WCW version of it. Uh, it was just, it was just crazy to, I think I actually watched more of WCW that night than WWE because I wanted to know what they were going to do. And if I remember correctly, the main event, I believe was Sting versus Ric Flair um, with Sting getting the win. And then they had the handshake and the hug in the middle of the ring after the match was over. And I remember Tony was just like, I don't know what's going to happen if we're going to be back next week. Or it was just, it was, it was emotional to watch because it felt like the past few years had been dedicated to the Monday Night Wars and to see the end of it finally buy the other and complete and, and finally it be done was just, it was, it was surreal to watch as a kid. Let me ask. Um, I, I don't think I've ever asked this question to somebody who did watch it live. Was Vince McMahon's purchase of the company announced prior, or was it a complete shock? Like, was it? Ap- you know how today it's like, oh, there are rumors yeah. going around that this happened, and like, oh, and it shows, oh yeah, I guess that, you know, like Tony buying Ring of Honor, kind of like, oh, you know, the rumors about, like, was there that, or was it like blatant Vince McMahon showing up on TNT and everyone's like, what the fuck? Um, I mean, I'm sure to like the hardcore internet people back then, I'm sure people knew about it. Um, myself, I was young. I wasn't using the internet to look up the latest scoops on, on things yet. So, uh, for me, it was a complete surprise. Um, I'm sure for a lot of people it was as well, but I mean, I'm sure that news was out there. It's, you know, if it's a public, public thing, public sale, I'm pretty sure that it was, it was, it was out there. Yeah, um, we might have to do a watch of that. I don't think I've ever watched the full thing. I've watched huge chunks of it, but maybe we should do a live watch of it one night. Be cool. Yeah, absolutely. Got it. Oh my god, that'd bring me back. <laughs> we do that. You can get. You can. You can relive the moment. I can watch it. Uh, not say real time, but you know, be able to see my reactions in real time. Right. Experiencing it. Something we can we could do. But guys, an abnormal week. It's WrestleMania week. Scott's gonna be covering all. The, you know, again. Raw Review, NXT Narrative, SmackDown Study, usual times. We will have a special episode of AEW and Ring of Honor Supercard dropping sometime Monday at next Monday afternoon. Mm-hmm. Our go-home show. When do we say we're dropping this? Were we dropping this on Friday? Saturday, we were dropping it first thing Saturday morning, WrestleMania Night 1, and NXT Stand and Deliver. And then after that, we're still trying to decide whether we want to do one episode per WrestleMania night, or I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're th- there's so many things moving. There's so many variables still in, in the way, but yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be dr- ridiculous. And by the time this is all said and done, we will know our first ever ship it studios, heavyweight champion of the world. Very much forward looking to see who's going to win 
Right now, I'm in the lead, thank God. <laughs> but there's still two more points out there. So everybody else still has a shot, unfortunately, except Mr. Zach. He is just outside of that. But I'm not short like I usually do. <laughs> Sam, you ha- Sam, you have a chance to tie. And then we'll have to go to a tiebreaker, which I think we will WrestleMania just- backlash. I say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, but we will discuss all that. We'll let we will let everybody know during our go home show just how everything will work out, and we'll see who wins the title and enjoy all this wonderful wrestling. Yes, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Join us throughout the week. If you don't already do so, please make you follow make sure you follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Above the Ring. Don't forget to follow Ship It Studios, our podcast network that we work so diligently with to give you all the finest quality content. We are on all streaming platforms. Please stream, make sure you like, share, subscribe, leave a comment, leave a review, tell people why Above the Ring and Ship It Studios is the podcast of your choosing and why they should listen to us as well. Thank you for listening, guys. WrestleMania week right now. It's happening. Don't forget to ship it. And as always, do not forget, especially this week, to join the Bedlam. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.